Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show. I'm excited to do this episode largely for myself. Fatigue is something I deal with. I also wanted to use the word banish in a podcast. I don't think I've ever used it. So how to banish fatigue just sound like a cool word to use that, you know, how often do we get to use that word, right? So I did this research. It started off with me going, you know, I'm a health nut. I eat well. I exercise. How come my wife seems to have like unlimited energy, even though she's not a health nut? She's a healthy person, but it's not like she's talking about health like I am. She's not like into it. She just kind of eats well, exercises, and seems to have batteries that literally never run out. I, on the other hand, work out, eat right, and really work at health and wellness and love it. I'm kind of a health nut. And yet, I don't have as much energy as she does. And I got to researching this, and I hope that some of this will help you as well. Now, we're going to be talking about genetics here, which does play a factor. But even when it comes to genetics, there are things that you can do. If you just feel like you just were like born with lower energy than people around you, that's a very real thing. Uh, genetically, some people have very high energy and some are medium energy and some are lower energy. And accepting that is also part of life. However, we all want to do the best with whatever we have. So let's jump into fatigue and how to banish it. I think this is the fourth time I've used the word in the podcast. Pretty exciting stuff. So first of all, fatigue comes from a variety of sources. So obviously identifying the sources is step number one. Now, fatigue is not quite the same as just being tired. Okay. So anyone can feel tired after a long day of work or a long day of work or an intense workout, but fatigue is a persistent feeling of tiredness that hampers your daily activities. So this is when you, on an ongoing basis, don't have the energy that you wish you had. It's a common complaint. As a matter of fact, I don't know what the stats are, but a, a very high percentage of people in our modern society suffer with fatigue. And yet the causes of that differ for a lot of people. Uh, it's often referred to as exhaustion, of course, and it can not only affect your physical body, but your overall feeling of well-being. So, of course, you know, we all want to feel our best and live an abundant, fulfilling life. And it's hard to do that if we're constantly fatigued or feel exhausted. It can stem from physical exertion, lack of a good night's sleep, or underlying medical conditions like anemia or sleep apnea. So, of course, if you have a constant state of fatigue, getting medical help could be a great start so that you can at least rule out that you don't have some medical condition that could easily be treated before you try a bunch of methods that um, aren't addressing a actual medical condition that you might have. There's also mental and emotional factors, including stress, anxiety, even depression, that can contribute to feelings of prolonged fatigue. So trying to figure out the root cause of your fatigue is crucial in order to effectively address and manage it. And once diagnosed, you can take proactive steps to regain control. And of course, part of that diagnosis or self-diagnosis could involve those people around you. It could be that just having some discussions with people that you trust and who know you well uh, is worthwhile. If you just say to them, you know, why do you, why do you, you know, I feel fatigued more than I think I should. They might just tell you some things that might not have seemed obvious to you that they have noticed and could share with you. And so bringing your loved ones and people who know you best into the conversation could also be an excellent way to get started. Now, symptoms of fatigue include persistent lack of energy, difficulty concentrating, lack of motivation, and a diminished ability to perform your usual activities. 
they often accumulate gradually over time, making it challenging to pinpoint exactly what is wrong, but it can have a profound impact on daily life, of course. And so we're just going to run through some of the top causes of fatigue and some solutions. First of all, a sedentary lifestyle. This is one of the top reasons why people are fatigued. You would think that if you're resting a lot, you'd have lots of energy, but of course, that's not the case. There's times you've got to be exercising. So if you are a couch potato and you know that you don't exercise enough, this is something well worth addressing because it will raise your energy level, raise your overall quality of life. And so if exercise is really difficult for you, just keep it simple. Figure it out. Do something light. Add a lunchtime walk. Uh, Get yourself a standing desk and put one of those slow walking treadmills underneath it and use it for a portion of your day. I have one and I often only use it for 30 minutes to an hour. As a matter of fact, I often set out to use it for just 30 minutes and end up doing an hour without even thinking about it. And you know what? I find that I sleep better when I've done, even even with other exercises I do, because I actually love exercise. I exercise every single day. And yet, that 30 minutes to an hour walking on the treadmill adds that extra layer of tiredness so I really sleep deeply. Anyways, whatever it is for you, find a simple exercise routine you can stick with. And a sedentary lifestyle is something you definitely got to face head on and overcome if you want to overcome persistent feelings of fatigue. On the flip side, overactivity can also cause fatigue and wear you down, constantly maintaining an overly busy schedule without allowing for sufficient rest and rejuvenation is a cause of chronic fatigue. So striking a balance between productivity and self-care includes time devoted to relax. Also, you might be overtrained. You might have adrenal fatigue. So if you are spending more than about five hours in the gym per week, now I do that, but um, so I'm not saying you can't have more than five hours of exercise per week, but it shouldn't be five hours of intense exercise. In my hours of exercise in a week, about half of it is fairly light and the other half is intense. And so that ratio between intensity, lightness, the combination of mobility, strength training, etc., makes a difference. So if you're doing heavy exercise for over five hours a week, or you have a job that's very demanding uh, physically, then uh, you could be, you know, suffering from overactivity. Uh, and, and maybe you just are the type of person that needs to relax. You just don't take time for yourself. So if you've, if you stopped reading in the past and, and, uh, you know, that's a a hobby you might want to pick up again. If you're not a meditator, consider becoming a meditator. Uh, spend more play time with your kids, with your grandkids, start a new hobby. Uh, you know, if you're a person like me that used to really enjoy hobbies, but you kind of just let them slip out of your life, this could be a fun time to just reevaluate that and introduce a hobby that you've loved back into your life. When I was a kid, I used to enjoy building models. And as a grown up, I still do. Uh, I, I didn't do it for many years. And then uh, I started building stuff with my kids. And I, I kind of feel like a builder when it comes to hobbies. I, I right now have one of those adult Legos. It's a Ford GT car with like 1,300 pieces. And uh, I will go at it just a little bit at a time. And for me, it's it's meditative just to sit down. And I, you know, if, if you never haven't seen these adult Lego kits that are for people 18 and up, they're pretty cool. So if you had a hobby that you enjoyed as a kid, like building stuff, there's probably some adult version of that that you could revisit 
so that you could kind of tone down and overcome your overactivity if that's something you struggle with. Unhealthy diet, of course. We eat food that is you know, often stuffed with sugar and, and, and unhealthy fats and is hyper-stimulating. So, of course, cutting out junk food and fast food is a key. Um, prioritizing a balanced and wholesome diet is, of course, important. So most people have an unhealthy diet, let's face it, most. And you don't have to eat perfectly to overcome this. As a matter of fact, I highly recommend, of course, our Dairobi Undiet, which is a sane and simple way to live and eat that will really ramp up your, your nutrition without costing extra money. It's, it's a free program. It's just seven simple steps. So definitely consider that if you haven't done it yet. Also, in our unhealthy diet, one of those things that we do is, is drink unhealthy energy drinks. If that's you, try to substitute. To, to, you don't have to eliminate them. A lot of people think, oh, you should never have another energy drink. You can't be a health nut and drink energy drinks. Ah, there's not much research behind that. But of course, you know, a caffeine anyways, okay? There are people that metabolize caffeine and do really well on caffeine. There are people that perform better on caffeine. There are people that think more clearly on caffeine. And of course, there are people that don't, that should avoid caffeine. So first of all, understand whether caffeine is an aid or a crutch to you, and then make sure you're using it wisely. Get rid of unhealthy methods of um, delivery methods, I, I guess, of caffeine such as unhealthy sugar-filled energy drinks, but you don't have to get rid of them. You can replace them with Focus Up, which is one of my favorites, or NeuroBoost. Both of those are available at dirobi.com and are excellent. And they not only will replace those unhealthy energy drinks, but still give you that energy, but they're also going to boost your whole system in a very natural, healthy way. So that one switch could make a big difference. Uh, in addition, make sure, of course, that you're taking a multi and minerals like our Mimi's Miracle Multi and Mimi's Miracle Minerals to rule out deficiencies because it's really hard to have your best possible energy if you are deficient on important factors like zinc. Uh, maca in our Mimi's Miracle Multi is a direct energy improver and libido increaser, actually. So getting all of your, your multi uh, vitamins and minerals is critical to this whole process. Now, I also had talked about genetics. The fact is, each of us is born with a set of genetics that make us excel in some areas and be average in other areas and below average in others. And for me, I actually think that energy is something that I have low genetics for. And I, I don't think I'm making an excuse for that. Like I said, I'm, I'm a healthy person. I work out hard. And yet, other people around me just seem to naturally be more bouncy, more upbeat, have more energy. And so part of it is just accepting that we all have a different sort of built-in set of batteries. So after just kind of accepting that, at the same time, we don't want to use it as an excuse. So for me, what this means is that I just accept that I do better when I nap every afternoon. For example, other people don't need a nap every afternoon, but when I nap in the afternoon, I just feel better and I have a lot more energy for the rest of the day. I put my noise block blocking headphones on. I put some meditative music from Insight Timer. I turn on the do not disturb on my phone so that no one can call me or text me and there's no buzzing or, or beeping. And then I set a timer for 25 minutes. I lie down on a bed or a comfortable chair 
And this habit, I've done it for years, and it feels terrific. And I've actually experimented with 15, five-minute intervals, 15 minutes, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. And what I found that anything over about 30 to 45 isn't actually effective. It actually makes me groggy and may even impair my sleep that night. I found that 25 minutes is a sweet spot. And if I don't have much time, 15 minutes is better than nothing. Now that's just from my own experimentation. I highly recommend that you do similar experimentation for yourself. Now, the last one, of course, is a big one, and that is sleep problems. If you have sleep problems, it's kind of unrealistic to expect that you'll have fantastic energy throughout the day. Poor or insufficient sleep is a leading cause of fatigue. So if you're not getting your solid seven to nine hours of rest each night, that's something you really ought to make a prior priority in your life. So a good night's sleep does start before bedtime. Now, I'm not going to go into all the various ways of doing a sleep routine. You probably know what those are. Just create a simple one for yourself. Eliminate caffeine after 2 p.m., even those good ones that I mentioned earlier. Develop your simple sleep routine, uh, like I said. uh, And then there's a couple simple things I've discovered that kind of are not really part of a sleep routine that I've ever heard of from anyone else, but they really work for me. Uh, One of them is I brush my teeth and wash my face right after dinner. And the reason I do that is twofold. Number one, I don't like it when I start to get tired and then I think, oh, I got to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth and wash my face, which is such a simple thing to do. And yet I found that if I've brushed my teeth and washed my face after dinner and then I get dozy and can just get in bed, it's a lot better for some reason. And the other thing you can do is set out your workout clothes the night before, which sets you up for success that morning. You're just going to get up, grab those workout clothes, and you're going to exercise. Back to our earlier conversation about exercise, getting ready to exercise the night before is just triggering your brain and preparing you for success the next morning. So fatigue can be a daily struggle if not confronted head on. If you're struggling with fatigue, why not kind of take a break, take a step back and think about it, address it, go through some of these points and figure out which of these might help you the most. Be proactive about it. Take steps like improving your sleep routine, improving your diet, supplementing properly, practicing stress management techniques, incorporating regular exercise and you might be able to put those groggy days behind you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. 